Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we're going through Proverbs chapter 6, verse 14 through 15. Here we go. And so this is still talking about the worthless person, wicked man, goes about with crooked speech. He's winking with his eyes, signaling with his feet, pointing with his fingers, and then with perverted heart devises evil, continually sowing discord. Therefore, calamity will come upon him suddenly. In a moment, he will be broken beyond healing. So clear interpretation of this, devising evil and sowing discord leads to sudden calamity beyond healing because your heart is perverted. That's literally just a rephrase of the text, but it's very simple. If if you are devising evil with your perverted heart and sowing discord, which means like disagreement amongst people, it's going to lead to sudden calamity, which also speaks to the fact that agreeableness is a really, really good trait when dealing with people. Like I think in how to win friends and influence people, it's like, don't argue or try to make people look stupid for pride's sake. Like when it is inconsequential, which 99% of the time it is, just agree. Best way to avoid an argument. Like it takes two people to argue. Otherwise somebody is arguing against themselves and you can just kind of mirror them and be an echo chamber for them, right? And so it just speaks to agreeableness as a good character trait. But what's really interesting here is in a moment, he will be broken beyond healing. And I think that speaks to the fact that when we get really stuck in this rut of having a perverted heart and devising evil and continually sowing discord and our pride gets tied up in it, we're going to be beyond healing because um, not because God's grace isn't sufficient, but because we're not willing to accept that grace and drop that pride, I think is where this comes in. And so the entrepreneurial application of this is seek to serve people with a good heart. Don't have that perverted heart when you're going into business. Have a good heart, which means taking your business seriously. It doesn't mean just giving away stuff for free because then you couldn't do it sustainably. It means taking your business seriously and you'll be more likely to avoid sudden calamity that comes from a perverted heart. I also want to point out that with a perverted heart, you're devising evil and continually sowing discord. You reap what you sow. And so therefore calamity will come upon him suddenly. Calamity in my head is like disaster and like just chaos and stuff that is not good in the same way discord and disagreement is not good. And I feel like you sowed something small, which is just discord, disagreement. And you got something big, which is calamity. And, you know, the seed starts small, but the tree grows big. So it's just something to point out of like, what are you putting out into the world? Are you consistently devising evil? Are you consistently trying to create dissension amongst people? If so, that's probably why your life is so chaotic. If not, are you putting out good stuff into the world? Are you putting out positive, uplifting stuff in the world? Are you genuinely trying to serve? If so, the trees that grow from the small seeds of service will create an abundant, beautiful life for you. And I think that's a really cool thing. It works both ways, right? It's very much like the law of attraction. It's crazy how much the Bible talks about where your thoughts will take you and the fact that words are powerful, 
your thoughts are powerful. You're going to reap what you sow. Um, and then it gives examples. Like when you sow discord, calamity comes upon you. Hmm. When you focus on true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, praiseworthy things, you're going to get those things back, you know? Um, and that's more from personal experience. I don't remember if that verse says that specifically that you're going to get it back. But when I have thought about those things, um, I experienced more of the truth insofar as you think about something true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, or praiseworthy, right? When you think about that, you start to feel better. And when you start to feel better, I believe in the truth that God um, has kind of written over me in the Bible, like experiencing the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I focused on truth. And then I got truth back in that I experienced love more. I experienced peace more. And so this just shows that there is a part of my heart that is perverted, a part of my heart that is consistently devising evil and sowing discord. Because when I'm doing that, I get the calamity that those seeds produce. But when I focus on the true things, the honorable things, I get the fruit of the spirit that that tree produces, which is really cool. Really cool if you think about it. So where has it shown up in my life? I just told you a little bit about it. There's a part of me that's perversion. There's a part of me that really tries to apply that verse of focusing on true, honorable, just, pure, you know, all those things. But I also watch my intention and I'm very serious about watching my intention. And then I also measure the results of my actions against the intended result. So having a good intent is great right? But if you have a good intent and it produces a poor result, it's kind of worthless. For example, if I didn't intend to hit you in the face, but for some reason my arm went up and hit you in the face, I either am not clear on my intent or you guys, um, some odd situation caused it or you know it was just random. Either way, you guys are going to interpret my actions as me wanting to hit you in the face or if you're clear on the fact that I didn't want to hit you in the face, you're going to be like, hmm, he still hit me in the face. And you're probably not going to be happy about that, right? So it's really important to think about intent, but then also measure the actions and the results up to the intent and make sure they're matching. Because when they're not matching, that's when you have room for improvement. And so Another way this has shown up in my life is seeking only to uplift people and not to cause drama through disagreement. So from reading How to Win Friends and Influence People, I learned this. It's like sometimes it's just not worth disagreeing. Like it's it's just really not at all, honestly, because one, it takes two people to argue, but two, um, everybody loses in an argument. Like even if you win that argument, <clears throat> you will have lost some relational currency within that relationship. And let's be real on the planet. Relationships are much more important than our pride, much more important than us winning any argument. And so just knowing when to be agreeable and knowing when to uplift people, which is all the time, but also avoid disagreement by focusing on true, honorable, just like minded things that are positive. It's simpler because you don't fight. So where do I want this to show up in my life? I want to find the perverted parts of my heart and give them over to healing. And again, during this podcast, I've been trying to find this verse about, um, you know, Philippians 4, 8 through 9 is really where it is. And I'm about to read it here in a second. Just let me find it 
ESV version. Give me a second, guys. Cool. So it should be coming up in a second. But this verse has kind of made me think through how to heal, right? And I want to find the perverted parts of my heart, give them over to healing. And it happens by choosing to accept grace. <clears throat> and part of choosing to accept grace is obedience and thinking you are good enough to obey. You are worth it to obey. And while it seems easy, it always isn't because accepting grace would be like the ideal thing. Living into who God called us to be would be the ideal thing. But our sin, our self-doubt, our lack of faith holds us back from that and fear is a really scary thing. Also a type of faith, by the way, just not faith in God. So this verse goes like, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. So all of these good things, right? You've learned them, you've received them, you've heard them, you've seen them. Practice them now. Practice thinking about these things. Practice doing these things, and the God of peace will be with you. So when you sow these really good things, the tree is the God of peace, right? Like God will be with you, and this is you letting him into your heart by obeying and choosing to focus on what is true and honorable and just and, you know, all that good stuff. And so that's another example. Like you're reaping what you sow. When you sow these true things, you get true things. When you're sowing these perverted things from a perverted heart, you're going to get calamity. And there you go. Which is really cool because obedience as a way to accept grace is interesting. And I don't think we talk about that enough. I feel like we often talk about the feelings behind accepting grace. Um, but obedience comes to like, you know, submitting your feelings to Christ. And it's like, God says, this is true about me. So this is true about me. So I will act in this way, which, you know, doesn't always feel good, but it is good because it's true. And it's, you know, when it's from God and it's from literally unconditional love, like that is the embodiment of God. I feel like it's hard to go wrong, hard to go wrong when you approach a situation from the perspective of unconditional love. So how can you guys apply this to your life? Simple, simple, simple. Stop devising evil and causing disagreement. You don't always have to be right. Drop your pride, and this can lead to healing. And then take it one step further and apply Philippians 4 and focus on true things. Like, if something is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, or praiseworthy, focus on that. And so it's going to be easy when you meet a person. I'm black. You're white. I'm young. You're old. I'm a Democrat. You're a Republican. I'm an American. You're a European or you're from Africa. I like anime. You don't. I'm a beast at chess. You aren't. You know, there are all these things where we could be. I'm not really a beast at chess. <laughs> I'm still a novice. But there are all these things where we could be different. Right. But where are we the same? I'm loved by God. So are you. That's true. I have a heart for people. So do you. That's pure, that's honorable, that's just, that's lovely, that's commendable, um, that's excellent, that's praiseworthy, you know? I love listening to good music, so do you. That's a good thing. And so you can focus on these good things and you can celebrate these things. And from that, you will reap, you will sow good seeds, so you will reap great seeds. Instead of sowing bad seeds and reaping 
horrible um, trees. There you go. That's what we got for you guys today on the show. Thank you so much for listening. I think I mixed that up. You'll sow good seeds and reap great trees. Not great seeds, great trees. And then you'll sow bad seeds and you'll reap horrible trees. And so just pay attention to what you're sowing. And if you're not sure on what you're sowing, look at what you're reaping currently in your life. Probably tells you what you were sowing back in the day. So there we go. That's what we got for you guys today on the show. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.